RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to Live Bold and Boss Up. This week, we chat with one of our besties, Millie Figuereo. She is an actress. She started off producing and writing and quickly moved in front of the camera. She has a featured film coming out soon. She's been in seven other films and 20 different commercials. If you know Millie, you might know her from Tampa Bay Buccaneer Cheerleader Days or being the Ask Gary girl early on in her career. She is amazing and inspiring, and we love her. She has amazing boss bites for you guys. Great tips. Here's the conversation. Enjoy. We have one of our besties, Millie Figuereo here. Um, Millie, I mean, I kind of want to go back to like the beginning, like when we met, just to kind of, you know, give it a little bit of color. Um, right? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, Millie, um, I'm, I'm excited for you to share your story here today because I feel like it's different than a lot of the people that we've talked to so far, but it's so, uh, interesting and eye opening. And I feel like it's definitely, definitely relative to like what we all do, um, the business world. So I'm excited for that. But first of all, okay. So We've known each other. We've been besties for like 12 years now. Oh my gosh. Yes. You're aging us. <laughs> I mean, we were babies when we Yes, met. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> um, but my story on Millie is, um, so we all cheered together at Ash, Millie and I, and Millie was like my big sister. Are we big sisters? <gasps> yes, right? I was. Oh my gosh. Yes. And um, so going back, Millie was already starting to get into the industry of acting and doing commercials and, and modeling and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I found out that Millie was like my big sister and she at the time was the ask Gary girl. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, mom, Millie is my big sister. And you would come on the commercials and we would see you on the billboards and the cars that would drive by and you were everywhere. And you, everyone in town knew you as the ask Gary girl. Christmas. Yes. That she was, was back in 2008, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. You were even on, like, buses driving by. Yes, girlfriend. That was before <laughs> I knew that I should have an agent. <laughs> <laughs> you booked that on your own? Yes. Awesome. You know, that was, like, one of my first jobs that I got, and it was just because I knew someone that knew someone. I was bilingual, and they thought that I would have a good presence on TV, and um, at that time, I still didn't really know that that's what I wanted to do. I was still feeling everything out. I was working at a news station in town. um, And I always knew that I wanted to be in the entertainment industry, but I just hadn't found my way just yet. So that was my first experience with all of that exposure from billboards to bus stops to commercials airing nationwide. Um, Yeah, it was a great experience, (laughs) but it was also a learning experience. I think it was great. I remember... You have to remember this. We were at a restaurant. I don't remember what restaurant it was. It was probably after cheerleading practice or something. And some guy had the nerve to come up to all of us cheerleaders at the table and point out Millie and say, you're the ass game girl. And he was so enamored. And it was so cool. Because like, right, we were, we were 
you were like more of a vet, right? Mm-hmm. Than we were. And so it was like so cool to see that. Yeah. At that time I had already cheered for two seasons. I started in 06 for the Bucks. So, um, yes, Ask Gary was definitely a lot of exposure. Um, and it taught me a lot about that side of the business. So yes, it was a great learning experience and, and a, a great way to just jump right in and get my feet wet. Um, I've had a lot of start and stop in my career. Um, so it was a good way to just kind of just be thrown all in there. And I, I really didn't have enough, um, knowledge and protection almost, you know, but it, it was a good way for me to know how far things can go. Um, and that's more of like the business side of things, but, uh, it, it, it was great because I'm from Tampa. I love, you know, I'm from the Dominican Republic, but I've lived in Tampa a long time. So I loved that sort of side of it. You know, uh, people just saying, Hey, that's you. I was like, Hey, it's me. You know, <laughs> because I'm a people person after all. So it's, it was, it was fun. Definitely. But so how has your career evolved since then? That was the beginning. That was the start of it. Tell us, tell, tell us about the journey and about today how you got to where you are today. I almost feel like, okay, how much time do we have? <laughs> so it's such a long story, but I'll really, I'll do my best to keep it concise. Um, I've been in this business since um, college. I started out working at a news station. Um, I started out working at Home Shopping Espanol, uh, Home Shopping Network, doing everything from production assistant. I used to chop vegetables for Wolfgang Puck, or I would uh, do audio sometimes, um, graphics. I typed up the lottery numbers. I'm really sorry to say that one time I typed the wrong lottery numbers. Yeah. Maybe like some highlights of what happened at the beginning of my career. Wait, wait, yeah. You typed up the wrong what? I sure did. I just missed one number, girl. Don't judge (laughs) me. Sorry. (laughs) But um, then I moved into producing and creative writing. So I was directing and producing spots for the news station. Um, And I really just started to learn all aspects of production. But it wasn't until uh, maybe about eight and a half years ago that I really said, hey, guess what? I'm going to quit everything else that I'm doing, all these other side jobs, and really focus on being in front of the camera. So um, since then... I've been modeling and acting and you know, spokesperson, host, VO work, just really diving into that aspect of it, which is what I creatively love as an artist. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I think, I mean, to me, in order to be like, you are your own company, right? You have a website that's coming up soon mm-hmm. and you're, you're your own company. So that's a lot of determination, um, hard work. I mean, you started your own company. Yes. And I'm my own brand. I'm my own everything, not just the CEO and and the accountant, but I'm also the janitor and I'm the marketing team and and all that. Not to say that I don't have a great team of people that I work with, um, because that to me is super important. And I would never be able to do this on my own, but yes, I am my own company. I am my own brand. And at the end of the day, even though I'm portraying a character in whatever role I take on, um, I'm still giving the audience a piece of myself. So you might be putting on the hair and makeup of this other person, but you're trying on their skin. You are living their life. You're walking not just a mile in their shoes. You're walking the whole dang marathon of their life, you know? So, um, but I'm also bringing what I bring to the role. So it's me. It's I'm the CEO. I'm, I'm right. my own company. Um, and I think that that 
is something that doesn't just apply to the acting world. I think that um, it applies to a lot of these jobs that are, you know, artsy or self-made. If you're making things and selling them on Etsy, you know, you're your own brand, you're your own company. So you have to run yourself like a business. And sometimes people think because we are in the arts that you have to be all woo-woo about things. But at the end of the day, you do have to be organized. You have to get up in the mornings and work when sometimes you don't feel like it. Um, you're not clocking in and clocking out. I'm working all the time. Um, one of a great casting director out of Orlando said, your job as an actor is to perpetually be looking for work. Mm-hmm. And that's daunting sometimes, mm-hmm. but it can also be really exciting because I know that if I don't get up and work really hard every day and do what I have to do, I'm not going to get a paycheck. I'm not going to be able to, you know, cover what I need to cover financially, but at the same time, I'm not going to be able to fulfill my dream and my goals on a more personal level. I have to hustle. I have to sell myself. I have to do those auditions, even sometimes when I don't want to. Um, and it's not all negative. It's just sometimes it's daunting and sometimes it's really exciting. And most of the time, like 99% of the time, it's a combination of both, mm-hmm. but it can, if you live in an extreme, it can be you know, a little overwhelming sometimes, right? <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to ask you, and we've just never like really dove into it, but you play a lot of different characters, like you kind of started to allude to. Have you learned something from those characters when you get completely submerged in that character and play them and, you know, experience their life? Like, do you actually like take away some learning experiences from that? Absolutely. And even the roles that I don't get, all the auditions that I prepare, um, I prepare just as if I had booked the role. The preparation is the same, maybe a little less, a little more, you know? I just wrapped on a film, on a feature film. It's called I Need, I Want. We just wrapped about two weeks ago. I had been on this project for a year and three months. That's how long I had the script. That's how long we had been working on the project. We had to start and stop because of COVID. But um, it was the first time that I played the lead role in a feature film. It was a huge responsibility. It was so exciting, but it was a huge responsibility. And I learned a ton. Um, it, it tested my stamina as an actor. Um, we were shooting out of order. So sometimes I'd be like, okay, wait, so... Have I told the secret yet or have I not? Have I, you know, and it, but I had so much time with the script that it allowed me to just know exactly where she needed to be. I can tell you her favorite quote. I can tell you um, her favorite perfume, why she walks the way she walks, the way she holds her chin and, you know, just different things of different people that we um, maybe sometimes don't even notice that we're, we're seeing of other people. Um, I took it on. And when we wrapped, it was like, wow, I'm really exhausted (laughs) because my, my, my soul and my spirit had like gone into this character, um, which I hope it all, you know, comes through on, on camera. And if it doesn't, it's okay too, because I, I did my work and I, I gave it all, Mm -hmm. you know, I gave it all to that role. So yeah, I learned a, a ton um, those are just a couple of little things. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was watching like a documentary on Jim Carrey, for mm-hmm. example, and he like that whole time he's filming for a month or however long it takes, he's in character even whenever he goes back to his room or to his RV, wherever he stays, he's still in character. And to me, I was just like, wow, like 
he just immersed himself. And I can't imagine like kind of putting yourself in someone else's shoes so much Mm -hmm. and being so into your job and career that you were living someone else's life for like that period of time. Right. And that's, um, that's called like method acting. And that's completely, you know, something that a lot of actors do. I've tried it myself and it, it's a good, it's a great technique. Um, I feel like I do kind of like a blend, a hybrid of things that work for me. Um, but yes, that's why I'm so appreciative to my friends when I don't call them for three months because I'm working on something, you know, and, and you guys understand because it's like, okay, that's just the way my job is. I don't, you know, I, I haven't traveled that long to be away from family and friends. Um, but I do, you know, sometimes travel like a week at a time to do smaller projects, but I haven't gotten to that stage yet where I would be, you know, somewhere filming for a couple of months, but I can, I can completely see how that would be, you know, just so taxing on your, on your body, but also what you need to bring that role to life. So mm-hmm. I'm fully prepared when that, <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> so can you tell us any sneak peeks for the feature film coming up? Like any sort of teasers that we can look for? Well, there is a trailer that is um, being, you know, leaked around the social platforms. So, you know, if you want to do a little Googling, (laughs) the feature film is called I Need, I Want. And the local author's name is Mr. Bill Liggins. Uh, Him and his wife uh, have been a great team to work with. And um, they've really done a a nice job uh, with this independent film. So we are in the very early stages of post-production, which means that, um, you know, it should be out somewhere in the fall. So exciting. I can't wait. So for these roles, even whether it's a film or like on HSN or any sort of commercials, do you do marketing yourself or can you, or how does like the marketing piece of it go? Like that up to the actual company or can you do it as well? Um, my marketing itself is done through my agents. Um, I have a great, I'm talking like the best team of people that um, I work with. Um, my agents are local here and they have my marketing package. That for an actor is a headshot, a resume and reels, which basically is a, a combination of all of your best work, uh, whether it be commercial or um, TV and film, whatever it is that you are going after. Um, so I have a great team of people that are all like working collectively to make my dreams work. Um, I also have a team that I hired out of uh, E4 city here locally that has put together this great website for me and just does, um, you know, headshots and I'm always updating those because you have to stay current with everything. So I think that that doesn't just apply to actors that applies across the board. So my resume has, has to be in the right format that casting directors like to see it. My, you know, no misspellings, nothing silly like that. You know, um, my headshots have to be up to date. My reel has to constantly be updated with new roles that um, I get. I put it in my reel. Um, so all of that has to be up to date. And then my, my marketing team, which is basically my agency and, you know, people that I've hired to help me on the other side, all use all those materials together, but I provide them, right? So I have to stay on top of that. And that's where you have to be like your own marketing manager. And then they use the tools that you provide them with to take you further. I love that. That's so relatable to what we do all the time, because we're always on people about their resume and what kind of pictures they have on social media. So it's very relatable 
to what we see and do and share with them every day. So that's interesting that it's like, it's not, it's not the same, but it's very, it has similarities to it. Yeah. I I would almost say that it's the same, you know, because it's, it's like a standard across the board, just because you have an art driven job doesn't mean that you're like all woo woo in space. You know, (laughs) it's great if you have that creativity and that outlet, but um, it's also a business. And at the end of the day, you know, you are making money for a company, whether you're a host or a spokesperson, you know, you have to keep your, your social media clean and, and, you know, just make sure that you were putting your best foot forward. Of course you can have your own opinions. Um, I'm all about that and I'm all for that. Um, but put your best foot forward at all times. And I think if you keep that in mind, you know, will be good. Yeah. I think that's a good lesson in life in general. And that the resume piece too is you mentioned spellings and stuff like that. Like, I mean, that kind of is across the board as well. Like we tell people all the time, like we, we have people rejected all the time because they had some words misspelled or they're not paying attention to detail. It's like a good lesson, life lesson. It's such a silly thing, right? Because you don't want to be counted out of a job or an opportunity for something that you could have very well helped if you just would have taken an extra two seconds. Um, in my world, casting directors, you know, ask you to send in your self tapes, which are your auditions, um, labeled in a very specific way. And each casting director has a way that they want them labeled. Well, of course, you know what I'm going to say. Some actors will send them in labeled incorrectly or not labeled at all. Well, you're out. I mean, for me, that's a good thing because I will never do that. So my tape's going to be in, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's such a silly thing to be counted out for. If you have true talent, you have to back it up with some of that professionalism to be able to um, have a solid career, mm-hmm. you know, yes, yeah. it's, it's a privilege to have a good career in any, in any uh, field that you're in. It's a privilege, but you have to work for it. Yeah, right? that, that actually reminds me of a lot of sports roles that you go for or a lot of government roles that you go for. They're very, very specific on exactly how you need to turn in your resume, having a certain cover letter or having a, you have to mail it in or doing certain, Mm -hmm. you know, unique things. That's interesting. I didn't know that about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a huge thing you know your tape has to be on time you're you know you have to meet the deadline of course if there's some sort of emergency then you can you know work around that but that can't be the norm for you you know so um i think that my agents know from me i've been with my agency for over 10 years and that's also that's something that that is rare um so i think i, I don't think i know that they know that mm-hmm. they know who i am as a person they know who i am as an actor and they also know who i am as a professional and I think that if you want to have a long withstanding career, not just in acting, but in any field, your team, the people that you are working with have to know those things about you and know what they can expect from you. And that way you can have an open, a clear relationship, all working towards the same goal. No, I love that. And so this is getting a little bit off topic, but um, so you, whenever you started in the industry, you left a corporate position, a corporate role where you were making six figures and you took the risk and, you know, started acting because it was your passion. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that because I feel like we have a lot of listeners that are either want to start their own company or they want to make a change in their career and kind of fit that same, like you're going through the same thing. So like, what, 
what did it take to do that? And how did you do it? Yeah, I feel like if my life was made into a movie, that's when that music would come on. <laughs> you know, like that was the plot twist, right? So um, I was working a, a great, great job um, right here in downtown Tampa for commodities brokerage. And I was making close to six figures, right? So I was sitting pretty. I was pretty young at the time. And I was like, "Woo, this is the life. <laughs> and then something terrible happened. Like, you know, they had um, like someone did something bad with other people's money. Okay. So that's all I'll leave it at. And it shocked me. It shook me to my core and it really made me evaluate the important things in life. Um, some people were going to jail. Some people were doing bad things. And I was like, Whoa, this is not what I want out of my life. And it, um, caused some self-reflection. I went back home to the Dominican Republic for a couple of months um, then I came back and I decided no more. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to follow my passion. I'm going to follow what I know in my heart to be my path. I knew from a very young age that I was going to be an entertainer somehow, you know, I just always had that in me. Um, but at that moment I said, yeah, it's time to quit everything else. So I started directing and producing. I had some contacts from when I used to work in TV. Um, and I started doing that with, a with a production company in town. And then little by little, things just started developing that I was more in front of the camera. And then, you know, how, how your path kind of like, um, it, it's a tree with lots of different roots. And then it just kind of, you, you kind of come to center and you realize what it is that you're supposed to be pursuing. And I think that that's how it all came about. Um, I started taking acting classes in St. Pete. Um, then I had a beautiful baby boy. So I kind of stopped a little bit of that too. I was always in class, but you know, then I kind of switched more into mom, mom life. Now that my baby is five years old, then I'm able to kind of jump into it. Um, I never left it, but I was able to not just do my private clients, but also take on additional work. And with this business, much like others, if you are not fully committed to the business then the business is not fully committed to you. So if I'm turning around three and four auditions a day, then I know, I know what my ratio is. So I know after I do a certain number of that, I'm going to get, you know, a certain number of jobs. I'm not going to spill my audition <laughs> ratio. <laughs> that's personal, <laughs> but that's the way it's, it's been going, you know? So, um, I'm, I'm lucky, but I also know how much work I put into it. Um, so I, you know, I, I know my worth as well and I know where my goals are. So everything's very aligned. I'm very type A personality, but I still know that I'm an artist and entertainer at heart. I love it. I love the ratio thing, by the way, because <laughs> I feel like Steph and I have our ratio mm -hmm. for our job too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a working, fluctuating process. Right. Right? But yeah, a lot of people don't think about that. As, I, I just keep saying, especially in an art driven job, you know, they don't think about it that way. It's just more of like, oh, yeah, I got this, I got that. But at the end of the day, you have to know what's working for you and what's not. So if you don't keep track of, okay, after I do this many auditions, then, you know, yeah. you, have to, you have to have a business mentality as well. Yeah, it's still a business. It's still, you know, what pays the bills. And it's still a, in, in the whole scheme of things, like the movies, they're bringing money. They're, the commercials are bringing in money. It's, it's their business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It just so happens that I love it. Yeah. And I would do it for free. <laughs> and I but have. Don't tell them. She is not going to work for free. 
<laughs> comes a point that you just don't anymore. <laughs> I love that. So um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone who was you 10 years ago? Mm, get an agent. <laughs> That's the first thing you can do for yourself is get an agent. Um, you're talking specifically some, someone that's an actor starting out in this business? So yeah, or anyone. yeah, anyone, really. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, you started off really more business-like, truly, mm-hmm. in the in the corporate world, right? And then went to more of an, an arts type of role. So I think, like, anybody, right? Because yeah. maybe maybe someone right now is sitting in a corporate role going, what am I doing? I need to be an actor. And acting, right? Or anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just want to make a change. Yeah. Okay. I love this. This is a hard question, but I think I'm going to get to the heart of the matter quickly. I think, I hope. <laughs> um, I would say to have to spend some time with yourself and have some self reflection as to what excites you and what um, brings you that joy that's not related to anything on the exterior, if that makes any sense, right? So, I know that I'm successful whether I book another acting gig in my life ever again. That's something that I know because my success is not tied to any job. It can't be tied to anything material. Um, So once you realize that within yourself, right? Once you find something that you truly love doing, whether you get paid a red penny or not, (laughs) um, and then somehow try to make a business out of that. I know it's a tall order, but these days people are so creative that you can really do anything, but you have to bring your love and your passion and combine it with um, a professional business entity or, or, or some sort of umbrella of a business. You know, when you marry that, you, I mean, it's gold, you know, when people are, Oh, it's not work as I love it. It's so cheesy, but it's so true. Right. So that's, that's what I would say. I love that. I, know, I do too. <laughs> I feel like you are adding so much like boss bites, yes. which we call Ooh. for live bold and boss up. <laughs> um, like so much good information. And I'm like, totally like if, if you're watching the, the video, like I'm like, <laughs> you know, my eyes are wide and I'm like smiling the whole time because I love everything that you're saying. Like it's oh, so relevant to anyone. They love it. Good. Um, I, I truly believe it. You know, I, I, I believe that no one's success can be tied to anything. Um, your happiness can't be tied to anything. And I am truly living my dream. And I'm going to get emotional because I, <laughs> I just love it so much. And I hope that everyone can um, have the, um, the tenacity that it takes, you know, to really go after something that you truly believe in, whatever it is. Um, I'm not an acting because I want to be rich and famous. I am not financially motivated person. It's just not my thing. Of course I like nice things, you know, but it's, it's not what drives me to get up in the morning. I love story. I love people's stories. I I like the story between the story. I want to know what goes on behind closed doors and beneath the surface. And that's the story that I want to tell. And I feel like everyone has something special to, to say, to tell. And that's what I want to do. I want to bring that humanity to us because we're a lot similar than we think we are. I get so emotional about this because it's my true passion. You know, uh, that's why you're a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> we're just having a good 
so true. And I love your passion. And I feel like you're not just, you don't just show that passion in your work. You show it in your friendships oh, and you show so. it in life, like in everything that you're passionate about. Like that's you. And I love that about you. Can I ask one more question? Um, okay. I'm like corny, corny ass question, but I love it. How the heck do you keep everything organized? Mm. Like, right. So like spreadsheets. So, spreadsheets? Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> that was the answer that came from my heart. <laughs> I knew how to think about it. Wait, so you keep spreadsheets? Literally. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Like Excel. <laughs> Why is your face doing No, that? she's got like the old graphic <laughs> with all the lines. All by hand. No, listen, I budget on Excel. I don't know why I budget on Excel. Um, yes, I keep a, a great calendar on my phone, um, but I keep track of all of my all my stuff, all of my mileage, the jobs I did, the rate, my, you know, all the people I have to pay. Um, I keep track of all of them in Excel. Um, and that's one reason why I would not be good in that industry, <laughs> because... I cannot keep track. Not that I cannot. I do not. And that the, that sound of it is like fingernails on a chalkboard to me because it's not not me. Um, but that's that's one reason that makes you like so successful in what you do and being your own boss. It's because you do that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that that really excites me? That's oh, like that's like really trivia. I can see. <laughs> I know that there's better ways to do it, but I've been doing it for over 14 years now. Um, you know, when I go to my accountant, I work for the spreadsheet and she's like, Oh no, you're so organized. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. And that's like a very big compliment. Um, but yeah, you know, you have to use the system that works for you. Right. So I don't know. I can apply it to exercise. If you're a yoga person, don't tell your girlfriend that you're going to meet her out for spin every morning. Like you're going to fail at that. You don't like doing that, you know? So you have to do what works for you and then you stick with it. So my calendar on my phone works for me. I know where everyone's coming and going. I put, you know, my son's stuff in there, my stuff, you know, um, when auditions are due, it's got a reminder. That's what works for me. Mm-hmm. Is this a special calendar? You may need to share it with me, or is it just like your Outlook phone calendar? Yeah, just my Outlook phone oh, calendar. Okay. But I color code it, girl. Oh. I color code it. I do the reminders. I put in the addresses so that way it populates my miles. Nice. Wow. Yep. This okay. was in there. This, this event. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a comment about um, girls' events, but I won't. I'll leave that to another. Sounds good. Story. all right well millie oh my gosh like love today thank you for being here and sharing your story with us i feel like we need more time like we we need to talk more maybe after the film is aired yeah the lbbu uh, after show so what if what if people have questions for you after listening to this about getting into acting and stuff can can they thread questions through us for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know, actually, I do get a, I get a lot of questions about you know my marketing plan, this and that, and you know, I'm just sharing what I'm doing that seems to be working for me. But honestly, my my best advice for someone that's looking to get into the business or really any business, but specifically acting, is to find someone that 
you like what they're doing, right? That, that they're at a place where you would like to be. And then read up on them and see what they did to get there. I have, I take acting classes two nights a week. I have an audition coach. I have an agent that I've had for over 10 years. Um, so all of these people give me tips and advice and they're the experts. So I literally do everything they tell me to do. Everything. Because I'm not just taking random advice from people on the street. I am listening to people that have proven track record that I know and trust and they know and trust me and we're working towards the same goal. So that's my biggest piece of advice. Find a mentor. I have a mentor. I have, you know, so it's, it's all, um, you know, like that village that people say it takes a village. It does take a village for your career as well. And um, you have to hold on to those people that are helping you and follow their advice. You know, don't say, well, Matt, I don't feel like doing that. Well, okay. Then maybe you don't want to be successful in this lifetime. So <laughs> you have to do what works for you, but you also have to listen to the advice of people that have been where you are or are where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to the experts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great advice for everyone. Mm-hmm. That was a very long-winded way for me to say, listen to the experts. Thank you. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got, you got some good details in your point across. Yes. well thank you Millie so much thank you next path for all your support yes and if you guys do have any questions for Millie you can email us at livebolddenfossup at gmail.com we'll be happy to ask you those questions and we've actually been getting a lot of questions so I think we're going to be doing another episode where we answer fans questions so Feel free to get those in and we'll get those on that podcast episode. That'll be fun. Yes, I can't wait for that. And until next time, guys, live bold and boss up. It's Rock Raleigh, and I am so jacked up. I got a new podcast. Once a week, it's The Rock Stops Here. I'm going to be talking with athletes and entertainers, current and former, on making it to the promised land, to the top, and what happens when it's all over, and you don't know what to do, and you got family problems, and money creeps in, and health, and all that jazz. Real talk. No more corporate BS. I can call it like it is. The Rock Stops Here. With me, Rock Riley, can be found anywhere you find your podcasts and radioinfluence.com.